a little inconvenience here as we are recording this right when the trade deadline is happening, but you know what? That's okay. And you know what? That's what we're here to talk about. Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk, episode nine. I'm your host, Bach, alongside with a new guest speaker. Finally, happy we uh, got him on this. Finally, Lucas. Lucas, how are we doing today? I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm really excited. I uh, DM Bach like week one. I want to say yeah, so week one. There. I was like, yo, I want to be on the podcast, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we got him in here, which is good. Um, Lucas, before we like kind of start, let the listeners know um, what kind of your team is and like any beliefs you kind of believe on building a fantasy football team. Sure. So I'd say I have a couple leagues. I'd say my main league with my friends is a 10-man, and I have um, I have Lamar Jackson at quarterback. My RBs are – let's see here. I'm trying to forget. My phone won't load. No, you're good. You know, I'll go with my wides. I have – Dude, why am I blanking my You're team? You're blanking. <laughs> you know, while, while it's loading, I'll, I'll uh, start us off here. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about every single trade, but we're not going to talk about every single trade from a uh, defensive perspective, so like Roquan Smith and Bradley Chubb. But we'll be talking about that Bradley Chubb trade in a minute as we are right on the deadline when this is being recorded. So if we miss some trades, I'm sorry, we'll get them next week. Cooper Cup this weekend talked about how 14 out of 30 NFL stadiums have artificial turf, and that he believes artificial turf is something that hurts players. Well, Cooper Cup ended up hurting his ankle on Sunday. Will he be back for the game against Tampa Bay this weekend? Yes, he will, but just something interesting, I thought. If you're trading right now, I would trade for a guy who's already had his bye week, and especially if you're losing, because obviously he hasn't his bye week, so you don't get that week where he's off, so that's a big W when you're trading. Uh, One quote I would like to say, you don't bring a guy in here and pay him as much for him not to start. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke is 2-0 in his last few games. Lucas, before we get into the trades, you got your team ready? I got my, yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. So, like I said, Lamar at QB, and I have Lenny at QB1, Travis Etienne, which I'm really excited about. He's oh, back. he's good. He's really good. I'm So, on my RB2, and then Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm so sad. I can't even believe it, but I mean... It's tough. Then D-Hop, I, I was patient, and I kept him. Then I have Chris Olave, which I snagged in the late round. I he's think he's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's a buy-low candidate this week. Mm-hmm. And then tight end, I'm usually, when I play Facebook, I'm usually not super high on tight end just because they're so hard to get one. But, I mean, I have Njoku, Gabe Davis as, like, my flex kind of, and Jerry Judy's flex. So, you know, kind of work Olave and flex too. So it's just, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm a differ from you. I'm a big tight end guy. Obviously, if you listen to our episodes in the past, I love tight ends. Big positional advantage. And I'm going to mention a positional advantage example in a little bit. As So we're going into the trades right now. We'll do that. Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. I like that trade for both sides. Deontay Foreman had a great week. Christian McCaffrey, I was scared about that offense, but there's too many guys to touch the rock. Debo Samuel is out. Kyle Shanahan, though, I forgot he's that coach. Very good coach. Very good scheme. And he got CMC right in that offense. Yeah, I mean – CMC, I was I was excited to see him go because Carolina is just poverty franchise. Like they are, that was a big. It's loss. just tough, but I mean, I, I I like to see you have a big week. But I mean, Debo wasn't playing right, so correct. I mean, I'd say take it with a grain of salt, but he's still incredible and his ceiling is so high. So it is very high. Forty yeah. points, big week. Chiefs get Kadarius Tony. Giants get a third and a six. You know what? Every receiver ends up going the Chiefs. Everyone's like, oh my god, this receiver went to the Chiefs. He has Patrick Mahomes. He should be really good. I don't believe that. I think the Giants win this trade. Obviously, he was a first-round pick a couple years ago in the real NFL draft. It doesn't matter to me. I think he ends up kind of being like a Josh Gordon. Just You see him there. He has one good game, and that's kind of it, though. But he has huge potential, so I'm not talking down on him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's pretty good. He's a, he's a yards after catch guy, and he's shifty. 
I think it might take him a while to gel into the offense before you can actually like start him. Yeah, but, I mean, you gotta wait him for sure. You can like if you're in a deep league, you can play him for upside. I think. Yeah, Jets get James Robinson. Nothing much. I mean, that's an okay trade. Really can't talk about that one. Robbie Anderson for a crappy pick. Swap from Carolina and Arizona. That really that didn't affect him much. Marquise Brown should be back in a couple weeks. TJ Hawkinson was the first official trade of the day. Fourth round pick to the Vikings for a second and third. I like this. Kirk Cousins out of qualified quarterbacks is ranked 33rd when targeting his tight ends. Irv Smith is out for eight to 10 weeks, which is basically the rest of the fantasy football season. So TJ Hawkinson should do better than this offense. Still liked him in Detroit, but obviously he's still a tight end to start because that position is so slim. Chase Claypool pulled to the Bears for a second. Justin Fields does not get his guy, but he gets a better option. I think the Steelers got a really good trade in this one, really good return. I think the Bears got fleeced. Second round picks are really, really high for a guy when they could have gone and gotten Brandon Cooks. Obviously, though, the contract thing is a concern. But who are the Bears really playing? Why can they not go get Brandon Cooks? Bradley Chubb deal. We're not going to talk about that from the defensive side. Chase Edmonds, though, was in that deal. He got sent to Denver. And then Jeff Wilson later was sent to the Dolphins, which is interesting. Could affect Raheem Mostert's value. But I don't. I think you still start Raheem Mostert, obviously. But I think that's a committee there. And then who's the coach for the 49ers or the Dolphins? Chant, no, um, McDaniel, right? McDaniel, yeah. He likes his 49ers running backs. What just happened, though, where if I'm a Falcons fan, so we got to talk about this. Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. Doesn't affect anything from a fantasy football perspective. Well, in a couple um, – obviously, next year we'll be talking about that. But nothing much as we are recording this. There is no other deal, so we're going to get going. Top 10 players I would not trade unless you get a really good package for them in order. Number one, Austin Eckler. Two, Tyree Kill. Three, Travis Kelsey. Four, CMC. Five, Stephon Diggs. Six, Cooper Cup. Seven, Derrick Henry. Eight, Nick Chubb. Nine, Saquon Barkley. Ten, Josh Allen. Well, you're probably thinking, why is Josh Allen at ten? Well, quarterbacks are replaceable. Obviously, again, as bye weeks are hitting us, you should look at average. But I'm looking from just position rank perspective. Marcus Mariota is QB eight. And he's probably in most of your leagues available. That's the, Yeah, that's pretty impressive, honestly. He has just rushing upside, right? But I mean, Yeah, it is. And then he's got some favorable matchups upcoming mm-hmm. weeks. He's got Chargers, Carolina, and Bears. So if you need to buy a week filler, highly recommend him. Five out of the 12 quarterbacks in the top 12 quarterback position will probably on your waivers this year. I remember it is Mariota, Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is probably on someone's bench, and he's probably not a starting option at that time. But right now, he's a starting lineup getting these boost of players by weeks last week were the chiefs and the chargers chiefs have a very favorable matchup against tennessee chargers play the falcons this week by weeks this week cleveland browns dallas cowboys denver broncos new york giants steelers and 49ers we are now hopping into the thursday night football game ravens buccaneers isaiah likely is a must start with mark andrews out and if you have mark andrews isaiah likely should be your number one pickup as a handcuff I only like Kenyon Drake this week if Gus Edwards is not playing, but if he is due, if he does, I do not like either running back. Rashad Bateman is out for four to six weeks, and Devin DuVernay is a waiver wire pickup I like this week. Yeah, I, I like DuVernay. I think he is he's just good upside as well with Lamar, and Isaiah likely looked look pretty darn good. Like He looked good. He might get a role in the offense yeah. with Mark Andrews there. So, I mean, that's, that is a must start, I think, if, if Mark Andrews is out because Lamar just loves to target his quarterbacks. And I mean, unless you're like in a deep league and you have to start a Ravens running back, like I, I don't think I would at least. Yeah, maybe as a flex or a bye week filler. Yep. I love Chris Godwin though, as he's a consistent option. He's averaging about 12.5 points per game since coming back from his injury, without any touchdowns, which is pretty set and forget it guy. 
Mike Evans will most likely finish as a top 10 wide receiver, and Leonard Fournette should still be in your lineup, even though Rashad Wade's starting to get a more role in that offense. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Lenny truther, to say the least, but I'm getting worried, to be honest, because it looks like Rashad White comes on for like just drives at a time, which I don't like, and... I don't know. I'm, I'm getting a little worried, but yeah. I'm not trading him now or like thinking about it. Maybe because it was a Thursday night football game. Maybe yeah. he drew a little bit less uh, role. Maybe he was tired. I'm not concerned about Brady yet. I think he turns it around. I think all this BS is behind him, and the only thing that he and the only ring he is worried about is the next one. Another <laughs> quote there. Heading into the London game, Jaguars and Broncos. Greg Dolchich is a viable fantasy football tight end, considering he could have gotten a touchdown there, got stopped at the one yard line and also how small the tight end position is. I think Cortland Sutton is, Sutton is a bio-fantasy football option right now as he is going into a bye, and he had a really crappy week, and he could be a viable option in the future. Broncos, they just got Chase Edmonds, so that is running back by committee. I do not know who to start really from this team, but I guess start Mel Melvin Gordon at, as of right now as they are both splitting goal line touches between Latavius Murray. And go back to Cortland Sutton. I like the, the buy low. I think I want to see Jerry Judy traded. I mean... He's doing well, and, like, is it, like, you buy? I don't know, because he hasn't been, like, performing super-duper well. But yeah, well, it's kind of – he's on my bench right now, and it's just – I'm not sure. We'll we, see if Judy gets uh, traded in these next few minutes or next 40 minutes. But uh, right now, I think he's on the team. He's not the worst option to have. Obviously, like we just said, we love Travis Etienne, as he's the epicenter of this offense as I was watching this game. I would try to move Christian Kirk, considering his position ranks so high and everyone else in this receiving court, but they do have a very favorable matchup this week against the Las Vegas Raiders, which means Evan Ingram should be in your lineup. Going into the 1 o'clock game, Falcons and Bears, Marcus Mariota should be in starting lineups, and especially with bye weeks, as Kyle Pitts should be back in lineups as he's being looked and actually looked at in the red zone. I expect the Falcons to pass the ball a ton this week, even though they really love the run against the Los Angeles Chargers, and I think my take for this week is Drake London gets back in the end zone. I mean, I, I hope so. I mean, I always like to see the Falcons, you know, win. And I don't think they're that bad of a team. Like, they can stay in any match game they or match. Can, they can also lose any match. Well, of course. You know, that's that's the Falcons special. But, I mean, uh, Kyle Pitts does look like he's getting back. And he got in the end zone again, right? So Correct. I mean, yeah, he, he's looking good. I think you can start him now, like, fully, like, confidence. Because I know people in my league aren't, aren't starting him, to be honest, which is... Yeah, maybe a 12-man probably should but a 10 man it's a little risky we'll see yeah. but if he's getting these end zone uh targets obviously got to play him if cordero patterson does not return this week even though he is allowed to coming off the ir i would start tyler algier against a miserable 31st ranked chargers run defense panthers pj walker is him dude he's pretty he's like not bad at all yeah granted the falcons had a lot of secondary guys out and he looked very very good i would start uh deontay foreman obviously i'm not that's kind of uh, straightforward DJ Moore should start two, and those honestly are the only guys I'm considering starting in this offense. Yeah, DJ Moore is another like I I want him traded. I want him out of there. I want to. But he's gonna say they're really they got um, offered two first round picks for Brian Burns from the Rams, yeah. and they didn't take him, which probably makes sense considering those are later first round picks. Bears and Cowboys. I'm starting like Justin Fields more and more. Is Khalil Herbert the RB one in that offense? I'm gonna say yes, but no receiving work this week against Dallas, considering they were down the whole game, is kind of concerning to me. Cowboys side of the ball. I love this offense and Pollard as they head into a bye week clicking and most guys on this team are startable and I love Dalton Schultz as he's a must start with Prescott as the quarterback. Yeah, Pollard, I mean, everyone says this on social media, but I don't know how he's not RB1. He is just, he's just more talented than Zeke in my opinion and he 
obviously he popped off. He's like that one game a year where Zeke doesn't start, but he's good. And I think Dalton Schultz is like now a starting guy as well too in my leagues. Yeah, kind of benching and but yeah. I think this thing from the Cowboys' perspective though, with both running backs, is obviously you're paying Ezekiel Elliott so much money, so you kind of have to play him. And he should get the gritty work, and I think Pollard can be the more explosive work. And this could turn into a Travis Etienne situation. We'll see what happens in the next 40 minutes with this deadline. Dolphins and Lions, obviously I love both receivers from the Dolphins as they could both finish at top five at the position, and Mike Gusecki as well. But as of right now, I don't like any running back considering the trades that just went down, and you should be playing Tua Tagovailoa in your starting lineups. Yeah, Tua's, Tua's pretty good. I mean, I heard some, like, I'm going to start Tua over this guy, you know, Guy X, and he, he performed. like he's He does. And Tro- then Detroit is, though, a very miserable yeah, team. Yeah, very true. And then the Dolphins wide receivers, I mean, like, they were drafted relatively early, and it's still like you're getting great yeah. value. So it is. Mm-hmm. You could honestly start uh, both running backs though from the Detroit Lions. Right now, I'm leaning Jamal Williams, even though Swift's all limited role coming back from injury. Cardinals and Vikings, very good. This was a very good offensive weekend from the NFL. I'll just say that right now. Very high-scoring fantasy games. I think because last week the buy the teams all bye weeks were very talented fantasy teams. Hopkins, Ertz, and Kyler, and whoever starts at running back or who you should play on this team, considering they have a very favorable matchup the Cardinals do this week against Seattle. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i so glad I kept Hopkins and trade him. He's doing great. I'm a little worried when um, the guy that got Marquise traded, Brown. Marquise Brown, when he comes back. So, I mean, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But right now, he looks great. He looks awesome. Uh, averaging the second most fancy points per game. But obviously, he's only played two games. So, we'll mm-hmm. see what, what game when he gets locked down. Vikings, Dalvin Cook is actually back. Even with Alexander Madison taking his touchdown, who should be on your team if you have Dalvin Cook. You can start Adam Thielen as a flex, and obviously Jay Jets and Kirk, I should believe, should be in your fantasy line. Raiders and Saints, awful day from this Raiders team, which cost me my matchup this week. And these guys are in trouble from a money perspective and a front office perspective. I hate Derek Carr's contract. Devontae Adams, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Why go to the Raiders? That's hurting both teams in that trade. I think both teams lost that trade. I like Kamara and Alave, obviously. And I think Olave is a very good buy-low candidate, as I mentioned earlier in the episode. And depending on the Saints who they play, I would play Andy Dalton. Right now, I would, I would play him against the Ravens. That's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams, it's just, it just sucks to see. I it mean, does. And I, I definitely do agree. That trade was just bad for both sides. I mean, when you build up that much chemistry with Rodgers. But it is what it is. I think he'll obviously have better days. And I don't think Derek Carr is super horrible. And then... Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, the Saints. Alave, I'm a little worried when Michael Thomas gets back in juice, but until then, he looks he looks yeah, good. You got you to gotta play him. Yep. You still got to play him if Michael Thomas comes back, too, in my opinion. Patriots and Jets, Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers. End of list. Start Ramondre Stevenson. He is a top 10 running back. Moving forward is Damian Harris has eclipsed out of that offense. Jets, again, I keep saying this. We'll see in the next 30 minutes, but the Jets said they are not going to trade Elijah Moore, even though he seems very unhappy. And I am starting Garrett Wilson now, and I'm starting Tyler Conklin, but do not expect much from Tyler Conklin. And I'm not starting any running back, though, this week from the Jets, as they have a very tough match- matchup against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Garrett Wilson, he looks good, and he's been good. And Tyler Conklin, I mean, just very sneaky tight end, I feel like. And then Elijah Moore, I just feel bad for the guy, to be honest. I don't feel bad. I think it's on him. It's your second uh, year in the he's NFL. He's running, like, so many routes, and he doesn't get targeted that much. It's just... He's kind of acting, though, like he's, like, Devontae Adams. And True. he should be getting no, the I ball agree. more. He's a second-year guy picked in the second round. Obviously, you want to get the ball, but don't complain. Your team's doing well. Steelers and Eagles, the only person I'm starting from the Steelers 
is Pat Firemoom. I'm sorry if I said his name wrong. I thought Najee Harris was going to get better. I think he's getting hated on by the media a lot. But he's not going to get any better. That team is so bad. I would stay away from these receivers, though, and try to trade him away. But, you know, maybe start Pickens. Maybe start Deontay Johnson. Feel a bit more comfortable considering Chase Claypool just got traded to the Bears. Yeah, I mean, I also feel bad for Najee. But he's just, like, not really that guy. I think he was good with Roethlisberger just because that guy was literally immobile. Throwing checkdowns <laughs> yeah. the whole time. But, I mean, I feel bad. I haven't worn my leagues. And it's just, like, I drafted him in the first round. So, it's just... Yeah, it, it's tough to see. So we're heading into the first four o'clock game. So I remember this weekend I got the 49ers and Rams on Fox and I got the Titans and Texans on CBS and I could not watch this game at all. Derrick Henry and the list, Damian Pierce and the list. I'm glad though Malik Willis showed why he was not a first round pick. Yeah, that dude is terrible. He is miserable. He can run the ball. I don't care if they played any other team in the league. They would have lost that game. Malik Willis is not an NFL quarterback and Tannehill shows why he is still or Malik Willis showed how Tannehill should still be the starting quarterback moving forward. Commanders and Colts heading in, into the, oh, no, we already had the late game. Second late game of the day. Did Antonio Gibson take the RB1 role in this offense back? Yes, and I really like Taylor Heineke in, and I obviously like Terry McLaurin when Taylor Heineke is in the game. I really like this team. I like how this Commanders team got a fight. I love the NFC East, and I would only start Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, and if you're feeling risky, play Antonio Gibson. I think that's a very viable starter but they have a very favorable matchup this week against the minnesota vikings colts jonathan taylor has now landed on the panic list yeah he's I'm, officially a boss i'm scared i was looking to trade for him like package him but now i don't even know how much i want to give up for him if i want to even get him so he's not worth it if you got him stick with him i don't like sam ellinger considering the colts offensive coordinator just got fired a couple hours before we are recording this but he's on the bus list he might be one of the worst first overall picks since David Johnson in 2017. It's just disappointing. It's unfortunate. I would still play, though, Michael Pittman, considering the Colts are probably going to be down a lot, even though they do have a very tough matchup this week against the New England Patriots, as Bill Belichick has never lost to a rookie quarterback in a season, so I'm definitely expecting the Patriots to take that one. Yeah, I mean, Pittman, I'm also getting a little worried. I, again, I don't know if I like the Sam Ellinger pick. Ugh, it's Matt it's Ryan just tough all around. For sure. But, I mean, Pittman, I still agree. You start him. I mean, you spend a good, good, decent early round. So. You've got to keep him in your lineup. Yep. It's tough. Maybe as, like, a flex, obviously, but it's tough to start him. We'll see. 49ers and Rams, like I said earlier in the episode, I thought CMC's value was going to decrease when he went to Carolina, and I remember Kyle Shanahan was his head coach. He knows how to get guys involved, and that is exactly what he's going to do. The hat trick game was awesome. I loved it. I like Ayuk better than Debo. And I believe that Debo should still be in your starting lineup. Obviously, he's a first-round pick. He should. But he's a very consistent player. But he's not a high-scoring consistent player, which is what I do not like about Debo Samuel. Yeah, I definitely – I picked up Ayuk in one of my deeper leagues. And, I mean, I'm happy with the pick. I feel like he had less hype coming into this year than last year. But it's panning out well for him. And, again, like, the Niners, like, offense is always – can be pretty it's solid always, it's every It's going to be good with who's ever, whoever is that quarterback there. So Rams side of the ball. Cooper Cup, like I said earlier in the episode, should be back Sunday against Tampa after suffering a minor injury to his ankle. Higby's a little banged up, but he came back and played the rest of the game. I didn't check his status, but I believe he should be back on Sunday. Giants and Seahawks, Saquon Barkley, end of the list. Maybe he can play Daniel Jones considering they, uh, they're going on by right now, but I think they play Houston and Detroit when they get back. So that's a very good option to play. 
Seahawks side of the ball. I love this team. I love watching this team. I love how that team plays like a team. And it's not individual guys. Geno Smith is a really good player. He should be in your starting lineup for sure. Even a 10-man league. Kenneth Walker, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf should obviously be must starts moving forward. And I love to watch this team. I actually might order a uh, Geno Smith jersey after this episode. I love him that much. Great move, though, by Seattle Seahawks front office to pick Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson. I mean... Gino, I'm just, I'm really excited for that guy. Like, after the first week, they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. Like, that is just so cold. And then when I saw his throws against the Saints a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you're going to place the ball and, like, he makes them. Like, he's that guy. And I, I tried to stay away from, like, the the offense coming into the draft. But, I mean, I'm mildly disappointed. And I think you start Tyler Rockett and DK. I mean, yeah. Next three opponents for the Seahawks, Cardinals, Bucks, and Raiders. And the Bucks game is in Munich, Germany, which is kind of cool. Packers and Bills. Alan Lazard is the wide receiver one in this offense. I definitely like him and Dobbs this week against a horrid Lions defense, along with Aaron Jones, who has a very legit shot to finish as the RB1 this week. Gabe Davis is boomer bust. Oh, my God. It's not like I've been saying this for the past few weeks. Diggs and Singletary. I think Singletary is a sell high or sell his value right now candidate. Considering James Cook just saw 25% of the RB snaps and Zach Moss did not play a single snap this weekend. Yeah, Gabe Davis is just tough. I decided not to start him this week, and I'm glad. Like, He's just not getting the targets, and it's kind of sad. So maybe like, if he has a really good week, I'd, I'd try to sell him high. And I definitely agree. Singletary, I'm not too high on him just because it's the Bills, and they throw the ball. If they're going to run, it's Josh Allen. Yeah. And, I mean, Diggs still looks good. I mean, and Josh Allen – like a little bit of a low week, but it's still like really good. So still don't, good player, don't worry yeah, at all. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, I think that Gabe Davis has been the most traded player in my fantasy league. I'll check that later, though. Heading into Monday Night Football, Bengals and Browns. I didn't even think the Bengals would win this game, but they proved to me they were worse than what I thought. Am I worried? No. Why did they toast to the Falcons? Well, the Falcons have five guys out and they're starting secondary. And their number one receiver's out, who's a top five receiver in this league. So I'm not, I'm not worried about these guys. These guys are fine. They play Carolina this week. T. Higgins should have a really good game. Tyre Boyd should definitely be in your starting lineup considering he's been getting in the end zone a lot. And obviously his odds go up with Jamar Chase out. They go into a hostile Cleveland Browns stadium and they can't do well. Again, not surprised. I love them this week. Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper. And I loved Amari Cooper coming to this week. I'm really mad. I did not trade for him. And I would definitely hold on to him as Deshaun Watson is coming back and looks to put a playoff push and some fight into that Cleveland Browns team. Yeah, I'd say if you're struggling at quarterback and Deshaun Watson is still on your waivers, I'd say go ahead and take him. Like, I don't remember preseason if he looked good or not, but it's fine. And then I, I was the opposite of you. I think the line was like three and a half for the Bengals, and I was like, that is an easy play for oh, me. Vegas got a lot of people. On the Browns, but I mean, they just got, like, I don't even know what happened. I it, was, was, it was a weird game. It was yeah. a weird Halloween night, but that's fine. Heading to the defense this week, Eagles versus Houston. Dolphins versus the Bears, Bengals versus the Panthers, Packers versus the Lions, Patriots versus the Colts, Bills versus the Jets, Chiefs versus the Titans, Vikings versus the Commanders, and Colts versus the Pats. Waiver wire pickups this week, Kadarius Tony of the Chiefs, would not play him, Romeo Dubs of the Packers, Devin DuVernay of Baltimore Ravens, Justin Fields for the Bears, Marcus Mariota for the Falcons, waiver wire pickup of the week, Gus Edwards of Baltimore, Kenyon Drake, if Gus Edwards does not play of Baltimore Ravens, Greg Doltich of the Broncos, and Evan Ingram of the Jaguars. Now we are going to head into our new segment, thank you, Rush Williams, to our Week 9 Pick'ems. Thursday Night Football, I got Philadelphia over Houston. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. 
that Philly team just looks darn good. And looking at their schedule, like, I don't know when they're going to lose. They have a legit shot to go undefeated. No, they, they actually do. I think they lose to the Cowboys, though, the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve on Fox at 425, which should be a, sh- should be a fun one. No London or Germany game this weekend, so I will take the Chargers against Atlanta coming off a of bye. Yeah, I agree. Chargers hopefully should be good and get rest. Miami against Chicago. I got Miami. Yeah, same here. Carolina at Cincinnati. I have Cincinnati. Cool, totally agree. Green Bay at Detroit. I have Detroit. I, I'd go Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, he has to bounce back. I mean, like, rating two-time MVP or whatever. Like, I, I'm taking Detroit. I believe in Detroit in this one. I don't like him that much, but it's still like he's, he's going to come back. Yeah. Indy and New England. I got New England. I'll take Indy. Oh, okay. Interesting. Buffalo and the Jets. I got Buffalo. Buffalo, easy. Minnesota and Washington. I got Minnesota. Yeah, I agree. Vegas and Jacksonville. I have Jacksonville. That's that's pretty tough. I mean, hopefully the Vegas, the like the Raiders can start actually producing. I'll, I'll go Vegas. This one was tough for me. Seattle and Arizona. I took Seattle. I kind of went with my head. I'm I think going, Seattle takes it. I'm going my heart. I'm going Arizona. I, I think, like it. Yeah. Rams and Tampa Bay. I got the Rams. It's the same reason with Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady is going to come back. I'm going Tampa Bay. I need the Rams to win for the Falcons. Tennessee and Kansas City. I got Kansas City, but do not count the Titans out in this one. Uh, I got Kansas City as well. Monday Night Football in the Superdome. I have Baltimore over New Orleans. As do I. I was a little disappointed that uh, New Orleans doesn't get the bird. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what it's called, but they beat all the bird teams. But I have Baltimore as well. Okay, uh, this is not betting advice, just a couple picks I like this week. <laughs> Miami minus five, Minnesota minus three and a half, LA Rams plus three, and Tennessee plus 12. Thank you, Lucas, for coming out. It was a good one. Finally glad to get Lucas on the team. As of right now, I checked, there are no trades that have happened that are from the offensive side of the ball. So that's going to wrap us up for episode nine. If you have not, follow us on Instagram at Bach Fantasy Talk. Let you know when the episodes are out. And thank you, Lucas, for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great time. Thank you. We will see you next time.